Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. I am your host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is a special guest by the name of Mandy Lemon, and here is a bit about Mandy. She is an author, a former foster child turned Emmy Award winning TV producer and host of Foster Ed, the podcast. Serving as a motivational speaker, Mandy helps turn their mess into a message. At the age of seven, Mandy's father brutally murdered her mother and stabbed Mandy 13 times. He was charged and sentenced to life in prison, leaving Mandy as an orphan. Daddy Warbucks never came, and Mandy aged out of foster care at 18. While in the system, she dealt with both physical and mental abuse. Later, marrying a television celebrity, Mandy seemed to have the perfect life until her foster adopted son, high on drugs, fired shots into the wrong house, nearly killing a five-year-old, blinding him. Mandy's 20-year marriage fell apart and she found herself over 40, a son in prison, homeless, and starting over. With the same tenacity she used to cope with childhood abuse, Mandy developed the five method feature in her memoir, The Foster One. She now serves globally speaking to divorcees, parents of incarcerated children, foster children, and parents and those suffering from PTSD. And today we're gonna spend time learning how you can turn your mess into a message. So without further ado, please welcome Mandy Lamond. Hello, thank you so much for having me. This is, I, when I hear those statements and I realize that that is my life and I lived it, it sometimes is shocking. We're coming up on the anniversary of my mother's death, June 21st, 1986 is when that, um, that tragedy took place in my life. And I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, what if, what if I'm not homeless anymore? God has been so good. The, the grace of God has shown on me and I'm so thankful. And I'm, I'm thankful to be here with you today. Thank you so much, Mandy. And I'm so sorry to hear all of the things that you went through, but it's those life things that happen to us, but they also happen for us. So we can begin to grow, develop, and the character building. But hindsight, when we're in the midst of it, it's not always conducive and pretty. So after going through what you went through in your childhood, what else led you to helping others turn their mess into a message? I look back on my childhood and there was a sermon by T.D. Jakes that, and I'm sorry to be religious on you, but he had said, nothing that you've been through is will be wasted. And I look back even today, just uh, my background is in broadcasting and journalism. We had to pivot and reset really quick here. And I think that's been the theme throughout my life. Sometimes you just have to pivot and reset. Even if it takes you, we talk about the five in my book, takes you that five minutes, five seconds, five weeks, five years, five months to pivot and reset. My childhood just from being homeless, I remember sitting 
um, in a hallway, free, like literally shaking, shivering because I had no place to stay. But those lessons, and you think about clipping coupons and how you've had to maneuver, at least for me, and and, and getting life back to the way that they should be. Um, when I, when I, when a situation comes to you, you have two choices. You can give up or, or, or quit. I mean, you give up or go on. And I chose to go on. I think we all have that within us. And it's just a matter of uh, sometimes pivoting and resetting, taking five seconds to yourself, five minutes to yourself, five months to yourself. If you need to self-reflect and rebuild who you are, because let's lean in for a second as women and as mothers, oftentimes we don't. We are so worried about making sure everyone else is taken care of that we don't know how to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. And in biblical numerology, five is actually the number of grace. And I do like T.D. Jake. So whenever I'm in the (laughs) Dallas area visiting family, we often go visit um, the Potter's house and his daughter. Oh my gosh. Sarah Jakes Roberts is on fire if you have never heard her speak like I definitely encourage you to listen to her because she definitely will hit you with some motivation she actually talks about her life her rags to riches story especially you know being a young teen mom and she felt like um, she was letting down her family name and she actually talked about how she had to pivot as a woman too because you know her dad is like td jakes and no one wants to say oh my gosh td jakes daughter pregnant you know a social lie or whatnot and so i like how you talked about five 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 because there are different things that we go through in life but then what are we growing through? So not just go through, but growing through. So whenever you look back on your life and you see how you've overcome childhood abuse, you've overcome mental mental abuse, physical abuse and trauma, how, how long did it take you to decide that you were gonna write a book? So that has always been within me. I think that we, it, once we find out what really our purpose is, like this is your purpose. You're so, you're so great at this. This is your thing. This is what you're supposed to do. And once we find that purpose, it comes easy to you. Have you ever tried to like eat something? You're like, oh my God, this is nasty. But then something else comes easy and it's, it's, it's so simple to you. Writing has always been within me. I was a TV producer and I wrote for years and I followed that path. But as for when I wanted to write my book, um, it's or been organic over throughout my life. And I thought I had a story, I'll be honest with you, when I was um, younger, just growing up with what I dealt with and then enter in, um, you know, infertility for myself with my ex-husband and having a foster child and things of that nature. And that just built this book so much more so that I can help additional people. So I, 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 going back to what you said, I thought that my story, just very similar to Sarah, was at an end point and I had embarrassed my family and, and that my family was in, embarrassed because of what had happened with my, my son. But when I think about it, there are so many families who don't get to talk about, you know what, my, my parents incarcerated, my father, my son, my brother, my sister, and there isn't really a huge network of people who sit down and say, it hurts. Yes, they committed a crime. But there's a missing plate at the table for me. Um, I don't make as much for dinner. Sorry, this makes me tear up. I don't make as much for dinner because that one person is not here. Or on Mother's Day, my son's not there to say hi. So that's emotional aspects of people who are incarceration. Crime is horrific. And what my son did was horrific. But there is still that emotional aspect for those of us who 
are so we're also the victims of his crime, whether we want to admit it or not, or those people who've gone because we've lost them as family members with us for the time. Yes, absolutely. And you can't go back and in time and rewrite it, but you can, you know, look at ways to be proactive about it versus always just being reactive and having that knee jerk experience. And just talking about um, incarceration here for a bit, um, TD Jakes, he did a second, a second chance or a second hope where he um, went out and partnered with different organizations to give people who were in the system via incarceration a second chance at life to make sure that they could get back out into the free world and they could scrub away the institutionalization and really come back into society and be good stewards in society because sometimes some of these crimes happened when they were very young where they went to um, prison at a juvenile age and sometimes society just sees them as an outcast but what you did when you were 15 does, um, does not make you the same person that you are at 20, 25, or yeah. beyond. And I think that we all have screw, screwed up in our life, whether some of us went to prison or not. But the most important thing is to have grace and mercy as well as compassion and empathy, because where would you be if someone didn't have that compassion and empathy on you? Exactly. So that's one of the things that I love that you just said is that we all have to have that compassion, not only for ourselves, because think about as a mother, you may see one parent, one child this way or parent, the other child, the next way and think to yourself, what could I have done differently? But you have to show yourself the same grace that you show everyone else. And that is where that um, recovery and that resilience. And again, speaking of the five forgiveness of yourself can build such a resilience within you because on, honestly resilience begins with forgiveness and forgiving the people who have harmed you or even yourself the decisions that you've made to put you in a position so I truly believe that one of the things that I have been able to do and have been so blessed to do is just forgive I, I haven't always forgotten let's be realistic because we are human but forgiving myself and forgiving people in my past those who those abusers those people who committed those crimes against me and even my own father for murdering my mother forgiving him for that has not only been healing for me but it continues to build up that layer of resilience for me and now let's dive into the five um, the five method because I know it's a powerful method and I feel like you could apply it in all areas of your life. One one way that you said that you applied it is helping people cope with PTSD. And for those of you listening, PTSD is post traumatic stress disorder, and that can happen for pregnant mothers who may not know like instead of having postpartum, some have PTSD because it is traumatizing, especially if they had a traumatic pregnancy. This could happen for veterans who go and fight war and or other veterans who may not necessarily have been on the front line, but they have witnessed some of their other combats, um, people within their deployment, you know, in, injured or lost lives. PTSD does not target one set of um, people and it does not discriminate. But I really do feel like Mandy's five method can apply to you no matter at what stage you're in in your life. So let's take time to unpack that, Mandy. Absolutely. I love talking about this because it's a method that I've developed, not only after years of being in therapy, and I realized that that wasn't really necessarily what I needed. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going through therapy, but I needed to go within myself 
myself and think about what can I do to help save myself? Because as you said in the bio, no one was coming to save Orphan Mandy. And sometimes that's what we've got to do is set up, set aside time to save ourselves. So let's dive into the five. So when I talk about the five, God, five right there, take five seconds, evaluate the situation. Five seconds. Is this life or death? How do I need to clear, fight, fight or flight? Do what do we need to do? Five seconds evaluation. Then we're going to take five minutes and say, okay, this happened. It's BS, but it happened. We're taking five minutes. And one of the things that I do within those five minutes, I'll write down my thoughts and come back to them days later. And when that five minutes is over and we've seen, okay, we're safe, we're okay. We are making a plan for the next five months, five years, five decades, looking to the future. Because if you remain in the past, what's going to happen? You're going to get stagnant and stagnant stinks. <laughs> so we are going with five. So after you've taken that evaluation for the five minutes, are you safe? Is this okay? We're sitting down and writing down a plan for the next time one that this happens for that five minutes when it does happen for that five months later from now for our, to see what we will have thought about this. In that moment, you may be thinking, oh my God, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. My divorce, I really truly thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Fast forward five months later, I have built a speaking motivational career, a career in this. And um, I truly, truly am thankful for me developing that five program, not only for other people to use, but for myself. And then with the number five, were you thinking about it from a religious and spiritual perspective or was just five something that you just came up with in the midst of going through all of this? I am, I love numerology, just like you said. I love numerology. I very much believe in manifestation and creating your life. I believe there very much in that. I, as spiritual as I am with listening to TD Jakes, I also believe that we have the power within ourselves to control environments and to help ourselves um, increase our visibility within the platform of the world. This whole thing that we're doing today was a thought process that someone had and that now we're here. As for the five, getting back to that, that just, it just resonates with me. We have five fingers for a reason. Our hands are our gift and, and are usually our mode of, of explaining things, whether we're writing, reading, or, or conveying, shaking hands, or touching someone. That five, that touch, that five senses, five, there's a reason that we, I, the five senses are there. So whether you have to take within that five, five that I've talked about, the five minutes, five months, five years, evaluate your senses at this time. Is this a fear that I'm having? Is this something that I'm um, have in my in the back of my mind is this post-traumatic stress disorder that I'm dealing with that triggered me take that five five minutes five seconds five months five years and evaluate the situation each time and I, I think you'll have a different outcome I love that because with your um five 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 method there's also self-reflection in there where whenever yeah. you're writing writing something down you're actually reflecting on what you wrote down you're getting those thoughts out of your head and you're really taking the time to understand okay why did i write this down how do i feel how am i going to move on from it and who is in my circle that I need to forgive, not just for them, but for myself so I can be free and clear, so I can be liberated and et cetera. Yes. That healing aspect of the five is so instrumental. So when you are, if you aren't ready to journal yet, a lot of people say, I'm not ready to journal. Type it in your phone. Sit at a stoplight. You're mad sitting there in traffic. Why are you mad sitting in traffic? Is it because you need to go somewhere or is the traffic truly the problem? So I like to use that as an analogy. Is it that you don't want to be in the car? Is that what is triggering you within that five? 
Absolutely. And then Mandy, I'm going to throw you an audible. Um, is there anything else regarding this topic that you want to add in that will tie everything up before we jump into the call to action and do the rapid fire 10 question game? Because we did not play that in the beginning. <laughs> so my call to action to you would be as I, to put a bow on it, as I like to say, let's put a bow on it. The next time you are in a situation with someone or you think you're, you're feeling possibly triggered, check yourself and see if it is truly post-traumatic stress disorder. A lot of times and what is coming out in society right now is we're hearing that anxiety truly is PTSD. Foster children, listen to this stat, this is astounding. The statistic of foster children are twice as likely as a Vietnam War veteran to have PTSD. And there are millions of us in the world. And you are touching someone who's, I get chills telling this, and you're touching someone who could possibly be a foster child or have a network of someone that and you don't know what your PTSD may be don't dismiss those feelings and I'm I, I'm begging you not to dismiss feelings to say maybe it's just anxiety what is triggering that anxiety and is it post-traumatic stress disorder amazing value added there and yes and we we have seen PTSD from a foster children of yeah foster children's perspective depending on some of the movies about um orphans like if you think about the movie Annie you think about the old school movie and you think about the new school mm. movie there were some kids in there that you know had PTSD because no one wanted them and we think about some of the other movies that we've seen on TV they've had short glimpses of it and maybe no one picked up on that but there's also there's also a way that you could really draw in when you watch a movie and ask yourself, what is the underlying theme? What is the message that is being conveyed? Because not everything is going to be out in the open. And that's why you can't just sit at the surface level with people. You actually have to go deep diving to get that person to open up and share certain things with with you because they don't want to feel judged they don't want to feel like okay they're reliving those scars or etc but if you come to them from a genuine place and really asking them from a place of concern and care they're going to open up to you and sometimes all people need you to do is ask yes ask is so simple that's a great statement just ask just ask so now let's jump into rapid fire with Genesis. It is a 10 question game. It's rapid for a reason. So we are going to jump into this so the audience can also get to know you on a personal level. And then we will close out with plugging your contact information. So are you ready? Ah, let's go. We're playing rapid fire with Mandy and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one, favorite color? Blue, blue, blue. Question two, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or who says you can't have it all? Let's have both. Both. <laughs> Question three, if you could interview any celebrity or person you admire, who would it be? Oprah Winfrey, without a doubt. So if you've listened to my show and done your research, you know I like to challenge my guests. So my challenge for you is to reach out to Oprah's PR team or slide into her DMs. I'm going to give you two weeks to do this. And when you reach out, you send me an email and say, Genesis, I have completed my challenge. I reached out to Oprah and I'm waiting to hear back an answer. 
Because you I'll have nothing it. to lose. I'll do it. So what is your date for this commitment to have it done by? Today is, today's the 13th. So we're going to do 14 days on June 27th. You said two weeks. So okay. I'm going to do it today because I feel brave. <laughs> okay. So you're going to be emailing me today to letting me yes. know. <laughs> Question four. If you could have lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Barack Obama. I just feel like he, we would be having beers. I feel like he's super cool. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> Question five. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, telekinetics. Question six. What's your happy place, Mandy? The beach. 100%. Absolutely. Question seven. Favorite food? Uh, Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Can I add milk with it too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oreo cookies. <laughs> Oh man, I almost picked some up yesterday at the grocery store and I forgot them. I said, I'm going to circle back around and I totally forgot them. Love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Question eight. Okay. You are walking on the street and you get three random acts of kindness for the day. What are your three random acts? I am paying, oh, I love, I love this. I'm paying for someone's groceries. I am going to buy some, if I can buy, do whatever I want, buy someone who doesn't have a home, a house, and I'm going to grant a wish for someone who, uh, like a veteran or someone of that nature who just want, just needs something good in their life. Yeah. Amazing. Question nine, being a foster, being a, a foster kid, as well as a foster mom, do you think that you would take in another foster kid at this moment in your life? Not today, not today, but I, I eventually hope so. After I get everything kind of situated, I'm going to give myself one year with my career, just focusing on it. And then yes, absolutely. And question 10, it's our pass or play question. Here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? I'm going to pass. I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what you like and your biggest adventure that you see coming up for you tell me about your biggest next adventure oh definitely mother motherhood hands down so that is an adventure in itself it'll be here very soon and I am just looking forward to embracing that awesome that's what I was hinting at <laughs> so thank you for playing rapid fire Mandy now it's time to plug your contact info so tell the listeners how they could connect with you via your website and where you primarily hang out on social media and I think your doggy in the back wants some attention yes. oh my gosh I, they're going crazy so it, my social media is um, M Mandy A. Lemon on Instagram Mandy Lemon on TikTok and to hit me up just hit me on amandalemon.com amazing and thank you so much Mandy for being here today and just being vulnerable and sharing your background with the community we are super excited to have talked to you today 
I will definitely link all of your contact info in the show notes. Audience, you know what to do. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms and also go out there and support the work that Mandy is doing because collaboration is not the new competition and we are better when we come together. For those of you who like video, this, this segment is on our YouTube channel by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis Amaris Kemp and you'll see this video as well as many others. And for those of you, thank you so much for continuing to support the mission and the guests that I bring on. We are now in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com is where you'll find the metrics for those of you who'd like to fact check. And if you're like me, (laughs) I support you fact checking. And I am looking for brand sponsors. If that is you, send me an email at genesisamariskemp at gmail.com or head on over to my website, which is genesisamariskemp.net and click on that podcast tab to find out more on how you can become a brand sponsor. Until the next segment, next guest, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services could be here on GEMS Podcasts.